for the curious, the peculiar, the interested, and the thirsty. Welcome to another Mimosa Mystery Monday. Cheers. Let's get weird. Um, so I'm here with Maggie. She is the love of my life, and I appreciate her very much, even if she yells at me sometimes. Um, still better. And she is the owner of So Pretty Salon, and we are going to talk so about some ghosty. Studio, but that's so, oh my God, sorry. So Pretty Studio. <laughs> that's okay. So so Pretty Studio. I'll cut that out. <laughs> you literally couldn't call it. Like, she owns the salon. It's called Sandcastles, and I like it so <laughs> Okay, but that's actually a cool name, though. We <laughs> should use that. Like, <laughs> I'm going to cut that out so nobody tries to steal it from us, and we can. Yeah, we'll please don't. Because that's a big salon project. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Okay, anyways, I'm here with Maggie, the owner of So Pretty Studio, and we are going to talk about some ghosty things because you know what? It's almost October which is your birthday month and my adopted birthday month because the 27th is basically October, really. It basically and, is. And yeah. you're a Libra. It, it counts. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. So I would like you to tell me from what you remember, the scariest thing that has happened to you regarding like ghost, ghosty things. Okay. So I okay. guess like, the scariest one I can remember also happens to be the first one that I can really remember. Okay. Um, so I was about eight years old. I'm pretty sure it was eight. And I, we had just moved out of our old apartment and into my grandparents' house because we were waiting for our house to be ready or we were in the process of buying a house, something like that. Mm-hmm. And so it was me and my two brothers and we were all sharing a room because we were really little. Like I eight, so Chrissy's like, three and Mike's in a crib. So we're in a room together. Chris is at one end of the bed and I'm at the other end of the bed. And I remember the nightlight went out. I'm like terrified of the dark. So I don't know why I was just laying there tolerating that because normally when I was a kid and still as an adult, if the if the lights go out, I scream like and just immediately start flapping and flailing and like just you know panicking. <laughs> I I believe that a hundred percent because I've I've seen you scared of things that aren't actually scary. <laughs> so that right. yeah. so like, like the lights suddenly turning out, that's not such a far stretch. We I will literally like blood curdling shriek like I've been killed and like you know, someone will come running like what happened? And I'm like, the lights were on and now they are not. <laughs> like I don't know. <laughs> Too much for my brain to process. <laughs> like, oh my god. I get it. I get it. I you know I hate the dark, so yeah. So like even like a loud noise is enough to set me off like of something that is not scary and that my brain can identify I will still scream at it like so I am terrified of the dark so when I'm in lightness and suddenly in darkness like it will wake me up out of a sound sleep I still I am 35 years old or I'm going to be 35 next month I sleep with a nightlight my husband does not love it at all but I need it I want to just interject there for one second because I just want to say I've been in a room and slept with you before and uh-huh. you don't just sleep with a nightlight. You sleep with a nightlight and music or an audiobook playing. So it's not even yeah. just a light like you need everything. You basically yeah. need it to be 3 p.m. in the afternoon for you to sleep. 
Yeah, basically, which is weird because if I was to try to sleep at 3 p.m., like nothing's happening. Like I'm going right. to just like very frustrated. Yeah, I have an audiobook or a TV if I don't have like an audiobook handy or I don't love sleeping to music. I don't ugh, like I don't know. Yeah, mostly it's got to be like words and voices. And like right. I, I really, 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 really I don't know what I did before audiobooks. Well, I had a TV. I listen to an audiobook all night long or a podcast called Nothing Much Happens. And it's literally this woman tells sleep stories and like there, it's like guided meditation sort of, but like they're interesting enough to like keep you there. But like, like she'll literally tell a story about walking to a tea shop to get a cup of tea and like describe her walk there and describe sitting down and what the tea shop looks like and the woman who's making her tea and what she makes it with and how she makes it in the process and drinking the tea. So it's like these half hour little stories and she'll tell them and then she'll repeat it slower the next time. Oh, and you just, you conk out. Like, I don't think I've ever finished a story. Like it's like, <laughs> it takes, it's five minutes and normally it takes me forever to fall asleep. I toss, I turn, I try to solve the world's problems. I like think about like that embarrassing thing I did when I was 11 and like I just don't like fall asleep (laughs) very easily once I fall asleep I'm out like I'm dead but like if I'm trying to force myself to go to bed at 10 p.m sometimes it doesn't happen but if I turn on one of those podcasts I like that's it but anyway so okay yeah so the nightlight I'm laying in bed I'm eight years old my brothers are in the room um Wow, it is so easy for you and I to go off on like a thousand random I, You know what? I was just thinking that. I'm like, I'm watching the recording and we've been talking for 40 minutes and I genuinely feel like we just started talking, but we've actually been <laughs> talking for 40 minutes. And I think that's how we get out of hand so quickly. Like we yeah. do. And I know that because every time I'm like, oh, let's let's do like a 25 minute something. And it never is. I don't even I'm just never going to say that because I'm like, I know that's not realistic for us. But I think it's because we don't like we we do get to talk often, but like it's not it's different because I can't see you all the time. Do you know what I mean? And so th- this is how we have to interact right now. Like we don't have a choice. And it's always in like snippets and stolen moments. And it's like we never really get to like sit down and talk, like even if it is like from a distance or whatever. It's like, yeah, to, you know, find the time. I know. It's just hard. like our, our schedules are almost completely opposite. I so. know, which is so frustrating. Anyway, so anyway, laying- okay, so you were eight. <laughs> like going back to this, you were I, eight. Yeah, Your brothers I, are both eight. in the room. Yeah. They're, and so like we you're are at- just sharing a room. Right. Um, and you're at your grandparents' house, right? Yeah. And there's okay. no nightlight on. So I'm laying in such a way that I'm staring at the closet. And like, you know how like when it's pitch black and you can sort of like, you feel like you're seeing things move, even though it's not moving. Like if you stare at an object in the pitch black long, long enough, it appears to be like a wavering sort of. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if that makes sense, but that's how yes, I no. perceive things in the dark. Yeah. So I'm staring at the closet and it's made of like wood. It's like not like painted or anything. It's like wood. And I'm looking at the patterns in the closet and they're starting to like, like wave. And I'm like, well, that's just because like my eyes are, it's dark. My eyes are playing tricks on me. Things like get all squiggly in the dark. And so then it's like really like waving and like, I can't move my body all of a sudden. So this is also probably my first experience with sleep paralysis, which I've had many, 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 many experiences with. So um, I want to talk about that after too, because I have other questions, but sorry, go on. No, that's fine. So 
I'm like watching these like squiggly shapes start to move. And I'm like, all I can move is my eyes. And I feel like I'm like turn, trying to turn my eyes like enough that I can see if my brothers are there. And I feel like I don't see them, right? For whatever reason, I'm alone in the room at this moment. Mm-hmm. And a shape starts to detach itself from the closet, like this dark shape, and come towards me. Um Ugh. God. And then at some point, this dark shape. This. My fucking hairs are standing so hard right now. Like, I hate it. I was eight. I'm going to be 35. And, like, I still remember this. Like, it just happened. I'm like, oh, remember the other day when I was at Nana's? Like, no. I was eight. Oh my God. So it, like, I don't know how it turned from a dark figure of a person to, like, a colorful person. But it was this woman in, like, a red dress. And she came towards me and she had these super super long like red lacquered nails like we're talking like glisteny super long like like several inches long nails like her nails are like as long as her fingers and she starts using them to like do like tickly scratchy kind of feelings on my back and she's saying to me in another language while she's like tickling my back with her red nails in another language Uh, yeah like it wasn't english No, so no idea what she was saying while she's like tickling my back with her super, super long nails. And like, I, you know, just, yeah, like it it was crazy. And then I was trying to move and finally, suddenly like I could move again and she was gone and the hall light was on, which I remember being in the pitch black. So I don't know at what point the hall light was on. Uh, Both boys were in the room. Everything was like as it should be, except I was in the pitch black and now the hall light was on. So I don't know. Weird. It's not like I can even ask the boys if they remember because they were so little. Like they were probably three or two and I was like eight. So So was that the only time you ever had an experience like that at that house? Uh, Or did more? Okay. So like I'm... And did you ever tell, like, your mom or your grandma or anything? I think I told my mom. Oh, no, I might have told both of them. I'll have to ask them if they remember that. Because I used to tell them all, all the scary stuff that happened to me. And after a while, I just stopped telling them that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't wow. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. so easy. My mom has witnessed some of the scary shit that's happened to me. So, it's like, I'm like, I don't know. Sometimes I think I'm like a magnet for weird stuff. I would agree like, to that. Yeah, I think anyone who's ever spent any length of time with me, like, is like, wow, yeah, some weird shit happens when you're yeah. around. I'm like, you know, I don't trust it. It's, I'm not like trying to like bring it into the universe. Like, no, just... but like, you are like the epitome of chaotic energy. <laughs> like, you yeah. really are. Like, cause like it, like people don't believe me. I'm like this and this happened. They're like bullshit. I'm like, trust me. Yeah, <laughs> I and I I do now because I've seen it with my own eyes. I'm like, no, your yeah. life is insane. <laughs> It's a real thing. Okay, so that's crazy. So that was the first time that you, like, that was sort of your your biggest kind of first really scary thing and sleep paralysis on top of that. Do you still have, like, sleep paralysis? Like, does that happen often? You know what's crazy is it hasn't happened to me since I moved into this house. Really? Also, my life has changed considerably. A lot of the time when I get sleep paralysis, it's like if I sleep too late or if I try to take a nap, um, I'll get it. But like, yeah, like that's when it's the worst. But like, obviously, it can happen any time of night. It'll like wake me up out of a dead sleep. Like, uh oh, I can't move because something's here. Like, yeah, it's like, 
No, I, I used to get it all the time, but I haven't had it since I moved into this house. It's been like, I, we moved in about two years ago. That's crazy. Oh, wow. Okay. Interesting. Right. Huh. You know what? I like knock on wood. I think I've only had sleep paralysis twice, maybe. But one of like the one time I would say that I that it was the worst, I legitimately thought like I was going to die. It's it is that. Yeah, it is that scary. And it happens to me like it's a common enough occurrence for me that like instead of like like pure terror, I would say like I'm experiencing 99% pure terror and the other 1% of me is like, for fuck's sake, like, do you know what I yeah. mean? Like, for your, like, I can't just keep dealing with this. Like, there has to be, <laughs> you know, like, and then, like the whole time, like, I got to like think of a way to stop this before whatever the thing is in the room gets me because for pity's sake, this is goddamn ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, I have a question then just about sleep paralysis because, again, I've only – I probably have had it twice that I can think of off the top of my head. But the last time I had it, it was – I would say it was my – probably one of the scariest things that ever happened to me. And when I came out of it, I came out of it screaming at the top of my lungs. And – and I smelled burning matches. Oh. Like so strong that I was coughing. I can't and say that I've ever smelled anything coming so out of it. That's crazy. That that was going to be my question. Like, is there anything that happens to you consistently coming out of sleep paralysis? Like where you would like smell something or hear something in particular? Or is it always different? It's It's not always different. It's just like I none of that. Like it's like when I hear things um, like in sleep paralysis, like those things can be very, very scary. And then like what I hear coming out of it is like, just like a return to normalcy. And like, I can finally move my body again and like use my voice again. And like, so yeah, probably crying, sometimes screaming. What do you hear when you're in it? Oh my God. Like, it's not the same thing every time that would be, that would be awful. But sometimes it's this extremely deep voice, like deeper than deep not necessarily speaking this language like mm-hmm. and then I'll know it's coming closer the thing the bad oh, thing with God. The- oh that's like seriously my neck hair is like up like I hate I I knew I wanted to talk about this but now that we're talking about it I fucking hate it <laughs> like I'm so uncomfortable <laughs> I think it's not going out of town tonight or anything oh my god if if he if he calls and says he's going out of town, I'm going to tell him no. Like, just no, you can't. I'm sorry. Nope. Or just go with him. I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, well, I have to leave then. I'm, I'll go spend the night at Jay's house. I'll be like, hey, so I'm coming over. <laughs> get ready. I'll sleep on your couch. The thing with the deep voice that tries to get her in the night sometimes. It's yeah. Kind of- <laughs> <laughs> okay, but Jay... <laughs> I'm going to have him on here once for, if he'll talk about it, I'd like to have him on here once for this because he has really fucked up stuff happening to him when he sleeps. And so I don't even know if I even want to sleep in the same house as him because. Yeah, his, it sounds like some like, scary stuff at his house too, though. Yeah. So yeah, it's like this is the house I live me. in now is the least scary house I've ever lived in. Like I have never been more at peace in a house in my life. Heck, you know, every once in a while. Like, I know my house isn't normally haunted, but I feel like every once in a while, somebody comes for a visit 
and I have yeah, to keep them out. Weird stuff that happens mm-hmm. at your house. I know, sure. and I do try not to think about it often <laughs> because I still have to live here. Peppy actually told me that he would see a lot of things, but he is also haunted. Like he has a ton of stuff happening to him all the time. And it's not just here. Like it happens everywhere for him. So that doesn't really surprise me. But I, yeah, I feel like every once in a while, I feel like we get like visitors and then I have to obviously kick them out because I'm like no you're not allowed to be here but because stuff does happen well because like they come to disturb the peace like they're not there to like help cook or contribute in any meaningful way no. like it literally whatever it is that comes to your house like just like is just disruptive and awful so they it's like, are yeah, they're always disrupt like that there was like a giant bang in the basement I think I I definitely know I told you about that one that was maybe like yeah. last summer I think I think I don't know it because it wasn't this summer like, I know that for sure. But but yeah, there was like that giant bang that we had in the basement. And like that woke everybody up, like all of us, all four of us. And I was like, Jared, what was that? Because stuff like shook on the counter, like it was loud. And it felt like somebody like threw a body into the wall or something downstairs. And it like shook the house. And I'm like, Jared, what the fuck was that? And he's like, I don't know, go back to sleep. I'm like, what do you mean go back to sleep? Are you a, are you broken inside? No, nobody can just go Stop. back to sleep. Stupid like that. Just like, what was that? They're just like, yeah, I don't know. That's wild. And you're like, no, like literally there's somebody in the house. And they're like, well, I'll deal with it when they get up here. Like, yeah. And like, that's totally his mentality. Like, well, they're not touching me now. So just go back to sleep. I'm like, I yeah. fucking can't. Like, are you joking? Like, you want me to deal with this? Because I can go downstairs and give them like a stern lecture. But that's like about all I'm going to be. That's useful. it. But like, if I do that, like, I'm going to be crying when I do it because I'm fucking scared. <laughs> like, are you serious? Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't know how, like, some people just don't, I I don't know if, like, they don't have that fear or they don't have, like, the part of their brain that works to tell them to be scared of that stuff. But, like, what the fuck? Like, I know. They're just like, we'll just go back to sleep. And if it happens again, like, well, like, no, it shouldn't have happened a first time. Like, if it happens again, I'm going to move to another country. (laughs) Exactly. Like, nothing, nothing in our house should be making that noise. And nothing in our house should be making a noise that is that like loud enough that it is shaking things and waking two people and two dogs. Right. You're right. There's not a thing in the house that's supposed to make that sound. So like, it's not like, oh, what was that? Oh, that was the boom. Like what? Yeah. Like the boom. No, no. Oh, just the, it's the normal basement boom. Like, no, there's no fucking normal basement boom. Like, are you kidding me? Like, and if you have an appliance that's making that sound. Like heads up, it's, it's broken. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, no. So stuff does like stuff. I it just it feels like it doesn't stay. It's like it comes to piss me off and scare me in the middle of n- the night, and then I kick it out, and then it's gone for a long time, and then something else rolls in, and it's like, hey, you can hear me, and I'm like, yeah, but I I don't want to though. Like I don't yeah, I don't want to hear you. So thank you for stopping by, like, thank you for, you know, but yeah, like just coming in here and making a lot of really aggressive sounds is like, like, thank you. Yeah. It's like almost like you have like a prankster that comes to your house and like pisses you off until you can't take it anymore and then leaves. Yeah. I know. Bizarre. (laughs) Like, oh, did you want to try to sleep? Well, not tonight. And you're like, but no, please don't. Like, no. 
Yeah. And then, yeah, it goes away for a super long time until it's like, at it again. And you're like, could you, could you not though? Yeah. Yeah. But no, like that's like, I can't believe you've only had sleep paralysis twice. I didn't realize how uncommon of a thing it was until fairly recently because I was like oh you know like when you get sleep paralysis and I guess most people haven't experienced it and the few who have don't get it that often and I'm like I probably could number it in the hundreds like how many different times it's happened to me yeah like it does sound like it happened it has happened to you quite often yeah or like quite quite a few times is so was there a place that you lived that you had it the most yeah my parents basement when we were yeah, when we moved out of the um, apartment that we had in Binghamton and before we bought the house, we also lived with my parents and we lived in their basement. Their house is brand spanking new. Mm-hmm. Well, brand spanking new. It's 12 years old. And I know because I got married 12 years ago and it was finished the day after I got married. So, oh, wow. Um, yeah. So it's literally it's 12 years old. Um, so when we were living there, it was probably a year old and okay. um, like maybe a year and a half old. So it's not even like there was like, Oh yeah. Like there was this murder in the basement or like, Nope, no one in that basement, but us ever. So I don't know Jeez. if it's like where it was built or like what, but yeah, I would say it happened to me the most there. Mm-hmm. Um, Like it was like, it would happen a lot. Really? Like, yeah. Yep. And like, sometimes it would be like, I would sense something coming closer to me. And sometimes it would be like, I could hear like the deep, scary voice. Sometimes like actual things in the room would seem to move. Like one time when it happened, it happened to me um, in my childhood home. It was me and my brother Mike in the room. And mm-hmm. and this is like wild. I'm just going to sound like a total psychopath, but I do anyway. So <laughs> I, just, I was like, no, that's about right. But I like, that's why I love you though. I love that about you. In all other regards, like, why is this where I draw some sort of, like, line? Exactly. I'm allowed to embarrass myself and others in public. I can go around, like, half-clothed and, like, you know, drunk. But, like, I don't want people to think that I've had supernatural experience. (laughs) (laughs) Why is that, like, a weird line for me? (laughs) I don't know. Oh, my God. We're laying in the living room. And I'm on the couch. And Mike used to lay just under our TV stand, like with his feet underneath it, because his eyes were terrible. He's legally blind, technically. Oh, um, really? I didn't know that. One time he applied, they're like, his guidance counselor is like, you can apply for scholarships because like you're legally blind. And Mike's like, yeah, but like I still have like very, like once I have glasses on, like I'm fine. I'm like, yeah, but like your vision is bad enough that you're legally blind. Like you should apply for some scholarships. So he's like, all right, fine. Like, I guess it seems like I'm taking the opportunity from someone who's like legitimately blind, but whatever. <laughs> he did. And like, they sent him a rejection letter in gigantic print. <gasps> oh my God. Kind of not. But like just blind enough to meet enormous print in his rejection letter. Oh my god, I love it. And he really felt like it served him right for like applying for like a thing that he really felt like he had no business applying for. Like, dear Michael, to inform you, like it was like seven pages long. It was like a paragraph. It was so funny. So he couldn't see that well. So he would lay really, really close to the TV. And like, we would all just like, if it was summer, my parents didn't care if you slept in your room or slept downstairs in front of the TV. It really didn't matter. 
I remember laying on the couch, he was on the floor and Saturday Night Live was on. So mm-hmm. it was either a rerun or the actual show. I don't know, but that proves it's obviously like somewhere around midnight, right? Yeah. So all of a sudden, like the TV goes very staticky um, and the lights dim by about 75%. And I'm like, uh-oh, here we go. Like, cause like I've already at that age, like had that happen to me multiple times. And my body goes completely stiff and rigid. Um, I can't turn my neck or my head. I can't scream. I can't anything. I, there's nothing I can do but see. And so then the, the voice starts slowly. Mm. I can hear the deep voice. And then like, I can move like my eyes enough to see like across like the other side of the room. We had a mirror hanging above the couch. So Mm. I'm able to see that. And it starts to slowly like move, like, like, how do I describe it? You know how like a mirror is hung on like a nail, like nails, like by like picture wire. Yeah. So this swinging back and forth on the wall. Oh God. Like not very far, but like a little bit like scrape, scrape, scrape. So it's like kind of moving like that, like almost like a really, really slow pendulum, I guess is how I would describe it. And the voice going and I look and Mike is not under the TV anymore so I'm like oh my god it's got Mike like the thing with the voice has got Mike son of a bitch and like where the TV static was like it starts to be this like black like kind of void-ish looking opening I just start all you can do is make these micro movements when you're paralyzed like that like you can't move Mm -hmm. move. there's micro movements that you can make so I start kind of like this very slow like rocking and I'm like that's the only way I can get out of it so I start immediately slow rocking like like this like little like I'm doing the motion right now actually (laughs) like like rocking um and trying to use my voice at the same time so I'm trying to shout and move and like the more I try the better it gets till I get momentum going and then I can move and scream and then everything goes back to normal like so that finally worked and Mike was back under the TV. The TV was on. And I know because it was Will Ferrell playing Alex Trebek. I'm like 97% sure that that's what it was. And oh. like, I feel like I remember what sketch it was, for God's sake. And Mike is back. I can breathe. I'm yelling a little bit. But I'm like, oh, my God. Okay. The mirror, like, was just slowing back down. Weird. Um, there were scratchy spots from where the mirror had like swung and like scraped the wall a little bit. What? Like, really fucking moved. Like that was, yeah. Like, so that, that was like a crazy. Yeah. Happens to me. It happens to me a bit. Or like sometimes I'll see big spiders crawling down the wall. Um, oh God. Um, that's a, that's like an acid flashback. <laughs> like, I've never done. So it's like, I don't know why it's fair for me to get those. Or like one time I saw like, you know, the painting of like the Bible story where like God's hand comes down, and, like writes something on the wall. Like that's why people say the writing on the wall. Um, oh, no, I don't know that. The, I don't yeah, know if you know this, but I've never been to church or that no, before. Weird to me. Um, like, so, yeah, I saw like like this big hand come down and like was writing things slowly on like the wall as I'm like watching it and like trying really hard to like wake up. And like those are like mini sleep paralysis moments that aren't like as bad as like the big episodes. But like. Yeah, it's been two years though. Thank God. Thank God. I can't. I cannot express to you how relieved you, I feel. Like, are you worried that now that you talked about it, it's going to happen? No, because I I almost like recognize like when I know naps are a trigger. Oh. 
And I know that like when I wake up in the morning, sometimes if I'm up at six, I don't let myself drift back off because it's going back into sleep that will sometimes trigger it, which makes me think it's something chemical and biological that happens at the same time as like something spiritual like happens. I don't know how to describe it, but yeah, like I know what my triggers are sort of and like I know better, a little bit better how to um, avoid them. Wow, that's crazy. I didn't know that that happened so much to you. Like that's fucking wild. All the time. And that's different from like the episodes of like where I like feel like where I can hear stuff like the clairaudient type stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm just like a bag of weird. (laughs) Okay, but like, you know, I am like, you know, all of my weirdness, like I'm terrified of trees because I think they talk to one another. And I think that they hold a lot of secrets that we don't know yet. Oh, yeah. And I don't like that. It's proven that they communicate. Like yes. there's like scientific research on it. Yeah. But I feel yeah. like, you know how. Um, I don't think they mean you harm though. I do. I don't like them. Really? Yeah. No, for real. I just, I, I don't trust trees <laughs> and everybody mm-hmm. thinks I'm fucking crazy, but like, I just don't trust them. And I think that, do you know how it is some like, okay, as an example, you know, when you're out And you're used to seeing somebody at a certain place all the time. Like if you were like a teenager and all you see is your teacher at school, right? So then when you see them not at school, it takes your brain a second to like recognize them because it doesn't. Yeah. Usual text and you're like, I didn't know you were allowed to leave there. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And so I think that, I mean, that's a scientific thing. Like your brain doesn't always know how to process the information that it's getting. So sometimes it just ignores it. It's like, well, that didn't happen because I don't understand it. So it like sort of just like ignores it or like glosses over it. And I think my theory and nobody, I don't think that there's anybody else in the world that thinks this. Maybe there is. I don't know. But I think that there are things happening in forests. And with trees that our brains don't process. And I just am so uncomfortable. Like, I am so uncomfortable with trees, especially once it starts getting dark. Like, I fucking hate it. Like, probably one of my worst nightmares is to be trapped in, like, the woods by myself at night. Like, I I don't even think I'd survive. Like, I would just probably curl up in a ball and then just give up. <laughs> like, Yeah. No, that's... um. I, I feel that in my heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I don't like it. Not even a little bit. So, yeah, I don't know. I just I think that there is there's stuff happening that our our brains can't recognize because it's like, well, I don't know what to do with that information. And so it's just like it ignores it. But I feel it. And that is the worst part. Like I can right. feel it. Like I feel like there are things that I can't see. And I fucking hate that. Like I hate it. I, I totally get that. I don't like it. And like, I always, I'll always try to ask Jared, like, hey, like, if could you, like, could you spend the night in a graveyard? If I was like, hey, here's a tent. So you have like a little bit of shelter. You won't get rained on. Could you spend the night by yourself in a tent in a graveyard? No. But like, okay, so what would it take if somebody, if like a millionaire was like, I'll give you a million dollars to do that. Would you try it? Yes. More than a million. More than a million several million like for like it wouldn't it would be more than a million that you would have to attempt it yeah I feel like yeah yeah me too (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> like, no, me too. <laughs> like, no, I don't. Like, a million, like, no, that's not to say that if some guy were to, like, come here with a briefcase of money right now, there's a graveyard right across the street from me. Like, I can literally see it. Like, I will march my my fat little ass right <laughs> But, like, show me the money first. Jerry. Right. Yeah, I don't think I could do it. Like, I, I would probably give it a valiant effort, but I don't think. I think I'd last 20 minutes, and then I would hear noises, and I would probably feel. I feel it almost more than I hear it. Like, I can, like, I don't know if that's just, like, empathic or what that is, but um, I can feel it more like I don't often see that no, many so things, I feel but... it more than I hear it as well I, I'm 100% right there with you yeah like like your skin I, feels it like the barometric pressure changes yes the only way I can describe it is like all of a sudden like you're in a room that's like light and clear and normal and you're not thinking about anything and suddenly you walk in and you're like wow it's very humid and there's about to be a thunderstorm like that's yes. like the only way I can totally. describe when you walk into a room that you know is bad or no good you walk in and it's like boom it hits you in the oh, chest uh. like Oh my God. Like you suddenly jumped off of something. Like, yeah, it's like crazy. Um, When Jared and I were at that graveyard, I'm going to get him to record an episode with me about it at some point. Um, He just like, he doesn't really like to talk about it. And I, I get it like, cause it was terrifying. But when we had that scary thing happen to us in the graveyard in Brandon and it like, we got like hit with like an energy. It like, it felt like like if you take your hands and slap your hands over your ears, that's what it felt like. And is that how if you go into a building that you feel like there's something there, can you feel it right away with like the pressure like that? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Like I feel like it's like right away. Yeah, same. It's like, oh, I feel like I don't know, it just gets heavier somehow. And I feel like yeah, it does. It's like you just notice it's cuz like the reason I feel like it's like you'll walk into a room and it smacks you right away. You're not looking for it. You're not looking no. for trouble. You're not out to discover like, oh, I bet you it's haunted. Like you'll just walk into like any normal room and you walk in and you're suddenly like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, like I either got like several feet shorter because someone's pushing on the top of my head or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's like for no reason. It's like you're literally not looking for trouble. And then you walk in and you're like, but there's, uh, there's trouble here. This is, this yeah. is not, I shouldn't be here. And like even like, so I can't distinguish between like people are like, oh, it's a good ghost. It doesn't mean you any harm. I can't distinguish between that. I walk in to one room, like from one room to another room and I feel it. And I'm like, nope, gotta go. I don't care mm-hmm. if it's like, you know, just Casper the friendly fucking ghost or like it's there to drink my blood. I don't know. Like, I can't tell the difference. It's just like, to me, it's like, get the fuck out. Yeah, I totally feel the same way when I don't know how people are like, it's good. Like, how do you fucking know that? Or did you talk to them? Did you take them out for dinner? And then they give you their in- list of intentions. Like, like the how do you know? That are qualified to tell her like actual mediums. Yeah, exactly. Like, Which ni- they, neither of us, to my knowledge, are. No. Hmm. Yeah, I don't yeah. love that. Don't love don't it. Born with that level of skill. People are like, oh, no, you're born with it or you're not. And you can like hone your skill. I'm like, no, I think some people are really like born with that like gift. And other of us can just kind of feel, see and hear things once in a while at random. Mm-hmm. And like other exactly. people simply cannot. And like we are not we are like in that in between group. We are not mediums and we're not the people who cannot. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yep. I agree. I agree. Well, mm-hmm. thank you. Thank you for doing this with me today, Margaret. I appreciate you. Any time I have. 5,000 more stories so we can like save them for for other 
moments and other episodes. Well, I love you so much, my friend. I hope you have a great day. And I just want to remind you that I appreciate you. Happy soon birthday sooner than I thought. Thank you. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) You sucker. Oh my God. Okay, go get your stuff done. Have a great day. And seriously, thank you very much for doing this. Yay, anytime. I love you. Okay, I love you. Bye, pal. Bye. If you have any stories that you'd like to share for future episodes or any comments or any future episode ideas, you can find me at Prosecco and Ponies on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or email me at ProseccoWithTony at gmail.com. Stay weird, friends. <laughs>